0: <clears throat> good morning gmgm GM. give me just a second y'all sorry for running a few minutes behind on this beautiful morning as well i thought i had this set for uh 12 15 and had it set for 12 need to go ahead and tweet this out and also post it on the uh What's it called as well? Discord as well. If you guys want to hop on, feel free to jump up here. Either way, I will talk through all the random shit that we have going on this week. I did a quick little stream earlier this morning, which was also a little bit of fun. Um, Dude, it's fun playing around with like all the different stuff that Chat GPT can do pretty quickly. Um I'll ask ChatGPT about the wonky stonks. Alright, one second, one second. Okay. I'm getting this out there on the discord at the moment, as we speak. But again, um, you know, it's been fun right now, watching, um, watching the NFT marketplace slowly grind and accumulate higher recently. Uh, we had ice bags recently, earlier this week with a nice sweep on the wonkies. Um so that was awesome.
1: All right.
0: I'm going to get one of you guys up here on stage with me. Somebody's got to do it. There we go. The man, the myth, the legend, Nelsonius himself. What's going on, man?
2: Oh, what's going on? I'm doing well. I'm still trying to, uh, recover from Art Basel. It has been a slow process.
0: I was going to ask, man, I know that you ended up going to it. Um, haven't heard from you since. So how, how many days were you there? Were you there? Same as Rooster Thursday through uh, Sunday?
2: Yes. Um, but <laughs> in talking with, and I don't know if Rooster's here, not yet, but, um, It felt like we were there for a month. So, like, even though it was four days, it was just, you know, going full tilt the entire time we were there, which was awesome. I mean, I had some of the best fun I've had in, like, years.
0: Love to hear that, man. Love to hear it. So... Um, real question though is so you say you're still recovering. How long did it actually really take you before you felt bad? I mean, like, or are you seriously still feeling down bad right now?
2: I think I'm still feeling down. I mean, like the like getting to the airport was a struggle on Sunday. I mean, like Rooster and I were like it looked like we were coming out of like some like hospital ward. We were like holding each other up to like get to our gates. Um, and then, you know, consequently get home, you know, to real life and all the stuff that's just been kind of on hold. Um, and I'm still like exhausted. I mean, I, I, I was trying to keep up with people like half my age, which is you know not a good, not a good place to start. Well, cool. See, you know, the thing, though, about
0: that, those type of conferences, there are a lot of people, though. I mean, it's not like you realize there aren't just the, uh, the Zoomers in, in this space. There are a lot of guys that are out there, you know, in their 30s, 40s, whatever the heck out there, too. And, you know, I, I know you being out there in your 60s must have been a little bit tough. But, you know, I, I respect you making it out there either way.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Sixties, man. I just, <laughs> I just gained, I just gained like a decade or a couple of decades. What happened? I'm
0: just messing with you.
2: <laughs> actually, you know, actually, you know what? That's probably true because that's like how I feel after this. I probably like aged 20 years.
0: <laughs> Dude, that's funny. I, I mean, you realize though, it doesn't take much of those conferences to really feel like it though. At the very end of it all. Um, so I'm curious yeah. on your, uh, I know you guys did a lot of things like together with the room 110 fam uh, and, you know, Rooster gave me a little bit about th- of that rundown. Um, what was your favorite event out of everything that happened last week?
2: Yeah. And we were kind of like doing a, a debrief um, yesterday uh, with some of the crew that were, was there. And, you know, there wasn't like one specific like party or thing but i think you know a, a couple of us had um got this penthouse in Wynwood. Mm-hmm. and just like that and the vibes that were around that i think was like the best right i mean like pe- people people met like met there before after all hours of the day um and that was just like a really good um sort of like collecting points. And I think like everything stemmed from there. So I think just like that penthouse and like everything that was associated with it, um, was like the crucible for like just everything else that happened.
0: Love to hear it, man. Cube. Welcome.
1: Welcome back, man. How's it going? It's going well. Wonky Friday to all of you. Um, Bummed I missed our basil. Sounded like a hell of a good time between rooster's stories, everybody else's stories, and when sony's just kind of broke down there. But in all fairness, I couldn't turn down a free trip uh, to Cancun, so I'll catch the next one.
0: I, I feel that man. I thought you were going for a minute to Basil. Like I was confused when I saw you on the beach and posting those pictures. I thought that, that was from Miami. Uh, whenever you were sharing them,
1: it was beachy vibes. I was supporting the Wonky stock, uh merch push. The with the the swim trunks at the prize me it. For, it for my birthday. Uh, but just drinking a whole bunch of uh, of Mai Tais um, and whatnot at the uh, at the Hard Rock. So it was a good time. And uh, after around here today, on my way to Target to spend another couple hundred bucks on Christmas lights, you know, the new house. I've never done Christmas lights outside, and I might be developing a uh, Clark Griswold complex.
0: So, like, the more you put
1: up, the more you realize you need to put up. You're like, ah, you know what? We could use something else over here. And I'm not an inflatable guy. I think inflatables are tacky. I'm I'm a purist of lights, mix of uh, color and white, color and white.
0: Okay, so you think the inflatables are tacky. What about, like, you know, those little, the, the deer that are wrapped in Christmas lights, like that type of stuff?
1: Absolutely. That's if, if, if uh, you know, you don't need oxygen um, to get it properly displayed. I, th- I think you're fine. Like, I got a reindeer. <laughs> uh, I actually have a penguin. Not a pudgy penguin, which, uh, Bog, you need to get on some fucking Christmas ornament shit, you know, like inflatable yard art. Not inflatable, but yard art stuff. I uh, got a car. I got some of the stuff, so yeah. Makes the kids happy, and it gives me something to do.
3: You need to uh, uh, get a cube and wrap the cube in lights. I want to see a big light cube in your front yard.
1: Dude, a wonky Christmas cube would be epic. That's on Yeah, no, that'd, t- be-
3: <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd, awesome.
1: That'd be fire. And then we got, I don't see Wonka in here, but it's the wonky legend Willy Wonka's birthday today. So got to shout him out, too.
0: Yeah, I saw that, man.
1: I saw that it was his birthday. Happy,
0: you know, that he lived to the ripe old age of 24, as he put it. Well, you know, like, crazy, crazy stuff. Can't imagine what it's like to be that geriatric. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Rooster's the only one in on this stage that might actually have that perspective. The rest of us, you know, yeah, like Rooster, you're here with a few boomers. Yeah. yeah you know, I don't think anybody else is. on this stage is under the age of 30 outside of you.
3: I'm like, I'm 300, cl- know. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm 300. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm a boomer quickly encroaching on uh, Karen status. Karen, oh, I, <laughs> I mean, the more
0: you're talking about the Clark Griswold syndrome, and you're you know the way you're decking out the house, like you know, it sounds like it, man. I, it's impressive though.
1: Uh, the things yeah, we collect. do to try to stay up.
3: I didn't know if it was uh, just because I was slightly inebriated, but I thought Cube and Eighties were with us in Basil the whole time too. I'm not gonna lie. oh my goodness man that's amazing
0: um yeah dude it was you know everybody that i've talked to so far that went to basil like i haven't talked to one person yet that like regrets going um yeah i talked to frank and thread guy yesterday on that random space that thread guy and i did that was fun rooster why why didn't you speak on stage at
3: all whenever you hopped up there brother I mean, I, I was, <laughs> I was waiting, uh, but you know the vibes. You gotta are just, just flowing. interject. Yeah, I know, I know. The vibes are just flowing though, and I was, uh, I was having fun, just spamming emojis and uh, listening and just vibing out. Um, but yeah, it was. It, that was a great space yesterday. I, uh, it was had just as good energy, if not better, from when we had uh, KSI and Carol Baskins up on stage. <laughs> bro
0: that's the thing you realize quickly that with a lot of these spaces you know you've got you've got two vibes that you can go for in a space right like the first vibe is very educational informative whatever else the second is just hanging out and you know like it it, it had good energy with a lot of the people that ended up stopping by like um you know Thread, uh, thread guy is hilarious frank is also absolutely hilarious I might have taken it too far, you know, exposing Bernie Madoff being his father. But um, you know, it
3: was it was a good time. <laughs> no, yeah, it was a uh, it was such a great space. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be joining in uh, on all the next ones, and I'll be uh, I'll be just interjecting more. Yeah, you know,
0: first off, shout out again to I, I'm rocking my panda because bags, that's what I was about to
3: say. <laughs> because Bags
0: swept the uh, the the wonky floor earlier this week. So, shout out to Bags. Shout out to the Pandas. And the Pandas also, man. I mean, like, they've had a hell of a week, too, looking at it. bro. I, I mean, they hit 0. .75. I'm not sure what they're at right now. Let me check. I haven't checked this
3: morning yet. They're like uh, .76, uh, I think, floor
0: dude, which is wild. Like they've, you know, has there been anything else that I've
3: missed since Basil that's kind of been uh, driving this pump? Uh, yes. Um, so they just hired, uh, Steve Espinoza, who's like a ex white house advisor hired by Obama. Um, and then continued by Trump. Um, and very super intelligent dude. Um, a lot of connections, a lot of connections. And, uh, yeah, he was just officially hired and part of the team. Um, someone else as well. They hired a, a good lawyer. Let me uh, look. But, yeah, he was hired on as a as an advisor. Um, and also, there's one other person. I just need to find it real quick. But what's funny, too, is because during the first initial, initial surge from, like, uh 0.33 ish to um like 0.5 ish during basil uh the discord was rugged uh i don't know what happened but discord just deleted the uh, the panda server and so they had like an intern telegram but then they just created another server like two days ago uh so it's, it's back funny. and it's
0: running. And it, and it still kept running, the floor price did, even after, like, that
3: happened. It's impressive. Right. Someone just bought a 101, like, two days ago for 30 ETH. Um, was so that, that was the Angel fun. sale? Yeah, that was the Angel. That was fun. Um, yeah, people are just starting to understand that, you know, Bags is actually building something, like, fairly decent, um, truly building. And uh, so it's just organic growth. I got you, man. Hey, how many pandas would you trade for
0: the uh, Kaleo Panda? Uh,
3: I couldn't trade for that one. I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to be Kaleo to rock the Kaleo Panda. <laughs> well, man, I
0: mean, hey, you know what? I would, I would part with my Kaleo Panda for
3: 69 E. 69
0: 69 ETH. Like, that is the current price. That's only good through the end of 2022. So, if anybody in the crowd wants the Kaleo Panda, 69 ETH up until you've got three weeks left to make that offer. Next year, it jumps up to 420 ETH. I was going to
3: say, that's not 500 million, though. Bro,
0: that, what <laughs> that conversation yesterday. First off, shout out to Joey. Shout out to the penguins that are in the chat right now. I want to hear your thoughts on the $500 million question
3: for Joey's Penguin. so he was capping. <laughs> he was trying to save face, but everybody knows cash in front of you, $500 million, there's not many things you wouldn't do. Yes, yes, <laughs> I,
0: I agree with that. Like, you know, it reminds me, you know, like five, six, seven years ago, whatever it was, had some good friends over at my buddy's lake house, and there was this one girl that, like, you know – We asked her, okay, what would it cost you to, you know, just peck on the, you know, peck on the lips like another girl, to kiss another girl, how much money? And somebody brought up the, you know, the number of million dollars. She's like, no, somebody brought up the number 500 million. She's like, no, somebody said a billion dollars cash right in front of you just has to be like the smallest peck in the world, you know, would you do it? And she was like, No, that compromises my morals. There's no way in hell. And Helen, I'm like, thinking to myself, <laughs> You know, if somebody had a billion dollars of cash in front of you, I guarantee you that you'd be like, Man, it would compromise my morals not to like just a quick peck
3: on the. Let, like, Let's not be honest. Right. You're, you're compromising I would, morals and not taking the money because of how much good you could do with the money. So, like, that's if, what I'm if, saying. That's even
1: worse. I would do a lot of really weird stuff for about a million dollars.
3: Cube's I'm advertising married. his price chart now. <laughs> there <is>.
1: you go. <laughs> a lot of weird stuff if you want some video. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so we know Cube's, like... And, and if that's Cube's number, if he's saying a million, like, I bet we can get him for 10000
4: You know? Yeah, like, probably,
0: yeah. <laughs> that's... That's the deal, you know the ten percent rule. Ten percent of whatever ridiculous number somebody throws out there, they probably still do the same thing for. You probably like, do it for a super guppy. And I said ten percent, maybe the one percent rule. I guess whatever it is, I'm, it's I'm, like I'm going to is,
1: a it's like going to a casino and you have tiered rewards. Like the ten thousand dollar level, that's like uh, sapphire. The million dollar that gets you to diamond club status. But yeah, I I, I I can be bought and sold very easily. <laughs>
0: Good to know, man. Good to know. Um, but yeah, you know, I respected I, I respected him sitting there saying it. But like, you know, I'm I'm curious. Do y'all have anything in life like that you own? Any possession, whether it's an NFT or anything else, that you're like, man, there is there is no number here for this right like somebody else you know buys trades whatever else like is there anything that you can think of right off the top of your head you would have had that same level of conviction for 500 million
3: dollars 500 million absolutely not (laughs) like uh like anything that i own personally like, maybe there's not, you know, there is not things I would do. Like, I wouldn't, like, start blowing things up um, with people in them for $500 million. Like, that that's on a whole nother level. But as far as things I own, absolutely not.
0: You know, uh, like, one thing I've thought about, have y'all kept up with Beeple sales recently? No. Like, I'm curious what market really is there? Who are the buyers of these people every days? Because I know he constantly puts them out there, right? But I never really see anybody that I know on the NFT side of things on Twitter that are actually out there posting about, Oh, you know, like just collected this rare, you know, whatever people every day. Like I don't see that happening daily on the timeline, but you know, it goes back to kind of insanely how I don't get how somebody like that was able to get that insane valuation for their everyday. The sixty-nine million one from uh, Medico back in twenty twenty-one. That one still blows my mind, man. How how that was valued, and you know, not not just what it did for people, you know, what what it really did for the industry back then. And I truly wonder, like the people that are collecting these every days that come out there, you know, kind of playing off that residual purchase. What market really is out there for them, and what market would realistically be out there for that one of one later in the future?
3: Um, to be a hundred percent honest, I have no idea.
1: To be
0: honest,
3: I have no idea. Rooster,
0: that was the funniest thing too yesterday. What's his name? VGX. Oh, <laughs> I think I asked the question. I asked like a 2 minute long question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that every single person on stage
3: to now during it. That was a yeah, and I was thinking about another question too cuz I was going to ask though I got a bread guy question as well. So, yeah, I was completely not listening. I was a, Like, I hadn't spoken at that point either, so I was like, someone else is going to take the run on this one. And then everyone tried to hand it up. (laughs) Bro, every single person. I think it shows you the importance, though, of
0: trying to keep the questions succinct. Because I even realized that, too. Like, if I ask a question that lasts longer than 20 seconds to spit out, like, nobody's going to have an answer for you. You have to (laughs) rephrase it and have it, like, out within five seconds. Otherwise, you're just F.
3: Yeah, it's just all these ADHD motherfuckers on spaces. You got to keep it short and sweet. Constant entertainment. No,
0: exactly, man. Because, like, I guarantee you there's no way, especially on a space. You know, what are you doing typically while you're on a space? You're not looking at people in their eyes, right? Like, so you're not forced to focus like you would be a video call. So a lot of the time, like, it's easy to get distracted and kind of, like, wander off, you know, like, you're browsing the web, you're doing whatever else, somebody texts you. Like, it can be really easy to get distracted throughout the course of a lot of these, right? You know, Rooster half the time is in the car, which, hey, I respect that. But, you know, like, that's still not always easy to keep track of everything going on. Cube, I know, is taking care of, like, eight children. Nelsonius, you know, <laughs> is taking care of, like, seven grandchildren.
3: Um, cube, uh, an OG frog just sold for point three six. Listen and sold within like a couple minutes.
1: That's criminal. Yeah. That's so. criminal. God, God damn. Bro, by You're the boy. way, sh- shout out to the frogs,
0: too.
1: Frogs are yeah, doing just, well. Just frogs what, are doing uh... well. Pons' deal, it's, it's slow build, it's coming together. The cool thing, uh, you know, there's separation in some of the rarer traits and the OGs, like that damn one for 0.36. I mean, that stuff gets gobbled instantly, which is, you know, obvious sign of health. The one I was pissed about, there was a robot OG that went for 0.39, and it was oh, listed man. for, like, two minutes earlier this week, uh, which is, like, my holy grail from, from that collection. But, yeah, frogs are doing great. I'm happy. I'm happy. And, Rooster, you bought a couple, what, yesterday or the day before?
3: Yeah, I swept a, I swept a couple yesterday just because they um, it ran through the pole between the seals and the frogs. There's like 700 boats or something, and 85 percent of them were frogs. So, uh, got to give it to them for that. And then I forgot I had a collection offer. Um, so last night, uh, after my panda sold, I went to one of my pandas. So I had to I went to go make an offer on more pandas. And then uh, I got the ping that I bought something on OpenSea. It's like, sweet, just got another Genesis. And then I noticed it was another frog. Forgot to have my uh, um, collection offer up still. So I also got a third frog yesterday.
0: Well, but you know the great part about that, though, then, Rooster, is if you're getting them based on offers rather than just going and buying on the floor, like, I think that's a better buy anytime, right? Right. You know, because you you're getting them out. at like X percent discount. And, you know, it, it eventually helps you. You know, I, I feel like, especially with the frogs, like, bro, I love the frogs, but it makes it really difficult if you're looking from the investing perspective a lot of the time to be able to chalk up the damn, there's a 12.5% fee on the other side of this. Like, that's right. one thing. I love, I love Pons. I really love him. And he's talked about, You know, I I think literally since I've talked to him back in June about, hey, you know, soon. He he kept dropping, like, soon that they're going to reduce that. And I really think it'd be beneficial for them at the end of the day. Like, I I see his thought process where he's like, well, it incentivizes holding for longer, and we want to be able to reward people that hold for longer. But at the end of the day, I I still think, like, reducing that barrier slightly, like – you know, it, it is something that prevents some people from entering into the ecosystem sometimes, right?
1: So so in that vein, he did take some feedback. I mean, similar to yours, other people have said things. And they did, he did start a pseudo swap pool, which I think is like, you no, know, instead of getting gouged for 12.5 between OS and there, he ended up set 7.5 total on pseudo. Oh, I didn't see that. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, then he, he took the feedback. Then that's amazing. So I mean, as far as like founders go, he's receptive, listens to stuff, very analytical. I'm bet I'm betting on ponds. And then yeah. hey, we need to get another space with uh, with you and him together because the first one that was pretty damn good. I'm
0: down, man. I'm trying to um, set up. I'm, I'm gonna start sending out some DMs. Try to set up some stuff. I want to set up another space with just Luca. Interview him. I want to set up a space with Wob again. I know I've had one with him prior, but I want to set up another Wob space. Interview him. Um, we have
3: Kloss next week.
0: Yeah, I've got Kloss next week. So meeting with the PA community then. I'm excited about that. It should be fun. Uh, I've been trying to set up a space with them for a while, so it'd be fun to get together with Kloss and go through everything that he's got going on. Um. But I think you know, that's It's probably, the cool thing, probably yeah. about time to meet up with Bags again, too. And, dude, especially, right. you know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to doing more of these live stream um, interviews, not just over spaces, but after I finally, like, face talks, being able to record some of them, you get the interviews, you know, with the, uh, uh, I guess, just face-to-face interaction, too. I think that's actually, like, you know, a lot more entertaining. And you can extract a little bit more value out of it as well
3: than just doing it over voice on here yeah yeah that'd be cool you're gonna face docs too right that's it
0: man i i (laughs) I mean now that now that the twitter poll passed i guess i've got like two or three weeks to be able to figure out how to you know how i'm gonna do it
3: (laughs) i feel like uh, dress up as something
0: dress up as something. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, realistically, what I think is there are a few guys back in the day. I remember like the very first time I saw Kobe on video was I think it was like. Summer or fall of 2020, I think fall of 2020, um, there were some old crypto accounts started streaming and they had like a party of like 16 people that streamed together. And there were several faces that I saw for the first time doing that. You know, I think it'd be fun to, you know, get some of that old crew back together and, you know, do something similar, just like a big party stream type thing. So that I think is my, you know, what I'm shooting for. But if not, then I don't know, man, I'll figure something else out.
4: Thank you, Doug.
0: Welcome up to the stage, brother. How's it going?
4: Hey, good, man. Good to see you guys. Uh, I see some faces I haven't seen in a long time in, in the audience, and I, lo- I love to see it. I, I had to come up and comment on your, uh, your conversation about the space you guys had. Uh, I wasn't privy to that conversation, but I mean, if anybody's offered... A billion dollars to give somebody a peck and they got money in hand the answer is gonna change man like i'm sucking toes for that much money like are you kidding me <laughs> like come on
3: bro exactly. you that for like 10k <laughs>
1: <laughs> i would 10k 10k to suck a toe Cube's
4: like, for real man like i get it like we all got our you know, our moral compass and everything. And we got to abide by, you know, what's right and wrong. But I mean, if you set up your family for the rest of their lives with one second of your time, like, come on, don't be, that's just stupid. I, I mean, I don't, I mean that in a nice way.
0: <laughs> no, I don't mean it in a nice way. I think it's absolutely stupid in the first place. Like it, you know, there's nothing nice about it. <laughs> like there, there's, there's, just being dumb and i think that's being dumb unless it is something that completely completely breaks all moral rules then you know it's i don't know
4: but yeah i feel you man like i I I, get you want to present a certain you know brand or image to the public and everything else but like come on like the world is gray we live in gray we don't live in white or black
0: Uh, exactly. Um, so, Stinky Duck, how has everything? Um, how's everything going? Been going with you, sir? How's everything been going with the building?
4: Well, just, uh, I mean, we're built different, right? We got no overhead, so we just keep grinding away. Uh, <laughs> like we're we're actually working on uh, multiplayer right now, so that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, uh, closed out the tournament with Fractal. It was pretty successful. Uh, but, yeah, man, we're just, I mean, we didn't really get affected by all, all, everything that's going on, and we continue to to, to keep building. So, But, yeah, I appreciate you asking, man. Uh, yeah, going good.
0: We'd love to hear it. Love to hear it. Um, you know, I'm curious. You know, you're a little bit more plugged in on the soul th- side of things, right? Correct, sir. So have you seen I've, – I've heard about several – um nft projects that were hosted um by ftx that you know now the metadata is basically um or at least the link to you know they, they weren't even using ipfs they were using uh, who knows like maybe amazon web services or something aws now because ftx shut down a lot of those projects that were then hosted by ftx
4: you're basically
0: getting a link now to the FTX um, bankruptcy court site rather than seeing the link to the JPEG. So I'm curious, have you seen any any specific projects that um, you know of that were affected by that outside of like Coachella?
4: Um, there have been a few. Uh, nothing like stands out uh, in my mind, but yes, I did hear about that as well. Uh, it's really unfortunate. I think it goes right back to, Owning, you know, not your keys, not your crypto. Uh, I mean, in a sense, where you gotta, you gotta have it. And I don't know. I mean, people got to be a little bit smarter with how they they handle their their funds for their project and their DAO wall and everything, right? Um, we do want decentralization. I know we need to use centralized exchanges, but we gotta we gotta be realistic and practical with how we do that. So, um, off the top of my head, I don't have uh, shit. I was. It's kind of escaping me right now, but there was one project, and I know they had their entire DAO in there, uh, and they just got totally annihilated, and they've since had to basically say, listen, we we don't have any more funds, we're, we're just kind of unplugging. Sorry, everybody. But it's unfortunate to see, and it's a bad taste for everybody, but yeah. Bro, they-
0: that is, wait, a DAO having their funds on a centralized exchange seems like really? a really big issue in the first place, right? <laughs> exactly. Like Exactly. Just- like that's not decentralized. It's not a DAO at that point. I mean, at that yeah. point, like the DAO, I guess, is voting on what to do with the funds, but it's still centralized. So one person is ultimately in control of the funds,
4: right? Yeah. So I mean, it's uh, it's sad to see, uh, but it's like it's circling right back. I mean, we've seen a lot of the "not your keys, not your crypto." You know, years like maybe even two years ago was really, really popular. Uh, and then everybody kind of got away from it, and I haven't really been seeing people talk about it consistently anymore, but it just reminds us, hey, this is important. we got to remember.
0: Amen, <laughs> hey man, man. I mean, I'm still, I don't know, as far as the stonks that are stuck on there, I'm still talking. You know, I talked to somebody that is still around right now, and he thinks there's a decent chance that – All of the NFTs that are kind of locked up will be freed up eventually, but obviously has no idea on any type of a timeline right now with anything with it. So it's frustrating, but hopefully anybody that had things on the U.S. side, hopefully Sam is kind of right with that. Because from the sounds of it, even the bankruptcy filing side of it, they're primarily focusing on the U.S. side prior to moving on to the other stuff. So I'm hoping all of that ends up working out with it, but still, in the meantime, I mean, yeah, you see a lot of a lot of shit that's still, I guess, kind of unwinding on the aftermath from that contagion.
4: Yeah, without a doubt, man. It's I've been talking to my dev about it as well, uh, and just discussing the possibility of minting new uh, additional like parts of the collection that were lost to replace them and updating the metadata and everything and and how that would look and you know just anyway just talking about solutions for those because there's quite a few i remember the one of the spaces you guys had uh, probably a couple weeks ago but you were talking about the specific nfts for specific collections that were locked up in there and there's a lot of valuable assets there so i mean it'd be good to see uh, those items recovered at least
0: that's what we're hoping for man that's what we're hoping for so um yeah, we'll see. So, you know what uh, I'm wondering, Rooster? What should we do for Wonky Christmas? Should we set up another
3: poker tourney? Uh, At the very least. All right.
4: I you think know, we should.
3: I think we should do. I think we should do like a few like cross community events as well. Like do like a poker with. Uh, pandas, and then like do something with like frogs, do something with PA because that's one thing that stood out to me in Basel um, is one of the you know key factors of NFTs is uh, the community and the cross pollination of it, and that's one thing that's one thing that worked out really really well. Um, so I'd like to see that continue, and I think that would bring good energy. You know, do something with the penguins, um, and yeah.
4: It's my first thought.
0: I'm down, man. I like that idea. I'm a fan of it.
4: Yeah, Galileo, would you be interested in doing uh, episode two uh, of the game show in uh, room 110?
0: Oh, well, I'm definitely down to do more stuff in room 110, man. Um, 100%. 110%, I guess I should say.
4: I guess I should probably talk to Room Ten about or Room One Ten about that first, but you know, just throwing it out there. Uh, we had a lot of fun with Drax and the famous foxes there. Uh, it was a hoot. We we all had a good time and it was funny as hell. Did you guys?
0: You know, I'm curious, Rooster. Did you secure any solid Room One Ten interviews
3: while you were in Basel? Um, yeah, I think we have uh, Luca posted for next week. Um, with the with the pudgy so we're gonna send you the information about that once we have the uh, date and time official let's go it's awesome man yeah yeah it was it was just a lot of miscommunication uh, when we first got there um and then just we, yeah we just ended up postponing it. It as what made the most sense, because we're also it was the next morning we we're all kind of still drunk from the night before so we wanted to have that. <laughs> Better content to give everyone
0: else. Bro, that's why I won't lie. I was extremely impressed with, uh, you know, P.O. and Nick for the fact that they were still able to get up early and knock out their show after also going out and doing everything in the evenings, too. I was like, how in the world are y'all up and rallying
3: right now to keep this going? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I got up and rallied, but... As far as, you know, content on a space, uh, the brain capacity wasn't able to uh, handle that at that point in time in the morning. <laughs> Full no, disclosure.
0: I, I believe it, man. I believe it. Um, so, Cube, what else, uh, what do you have coming up for, for the holidays, brother? Are you going to be on the road a lot with the family? Or are you sticking around Kansas? What's the game plan?
1: Well, game plan is uh, I'm walking through the Christmas Island target, figuring what else I need to light money on fire. No, we do a family skiing trip. We go out to Breckenridge. um, And then I go out to Hawaii uh, shortly thereafter. But just a bunch of family stuff here, local, outside of the the traveling bit. Pretty low-key. Smoke a bunch of meats on the Traeger, have a good time, drink a lot of bourbon.
0: Bro, all of that sounds amazing like breck is amazing i love breck i've never been to hawaii but hawaii sounds great i mean traeger is always amazing you know as long as you know how to use it and you're not overcooking the shit that you put on there like i miss smoking smoking meats is an underrated hobby on the timeline used to be a lot more prevalent last fair market
1: are you part of the meat community
0: Brother, I, I, I used to post a lot about the smoked meats on here. Oh. Now, I've got a Pit Boss, but... See,
1: okay, that's, yeah, you're playing in the big leagues.
0: Well, no, but here's the deal. So, the Pit Boss, when I bought it back in the day, I bought it in the middle of COVID, right? You know, I was also a little bit more on a budget, but the, like, I used equally Pit Bosses and Tragers when I was working out in the field, um, the oil field, right? And you know equally switched between the two of them saw no performance drop off with pit bosses whatsoever um if anything i like the interface better and you know i was able to you know get a big one for half the price able to get it easily set it up get it going it has everything you know that you need with it and i absolutely love that thing man i put so many hours on it
1: yeah it's well i forget yeah you got you got kind of ag background so In the world of agriculture, I get out, I buy a quarter or a half every year. And it's just the steaks you buy when you know where the cow came from. If you got a smoker, it's just next level. Got to do it. My favorite thing to do is uh, make my own jerky out of roast. That's probably my favorite thing. That and pizzas outside of the uh, barbecue room, smoking your own pizzas you make at home, that's fun.
0: No, I, dude, I've never been crazy enough to actually try smoking the pizzas yet so that's next level still haven't gotten there you know it's on the bucket list for things to get to though eventually like that is you know the just never been bold enough to go for it like you know i know where i can get good pizzas i know how i can f up a good pizza so i don't know I'll, i'll
1: slide in the dms it's it's cake it's cake Easiest pie, pizza pie, dad joke. There you go. There's my age. Love it, love it. Kalei, I wanted
3: to ask Are you going to make it out to South by Southwest? When is it? Isn't it in like March? Uh, I'll shoot for it. I I
0: don't see why not. Like I could I could definitely uh, shoot over there for a little bit. You know, I've got yeah, some Yeah, it's going to be the works. 10th through the 19th. I've got some buddies who live in Austin, so I'm going to hit them up now and just, you know, make a plan out of it, so, um, yeah, why not, like, bringing it up now is a lot better than me doing
3: week up, like I typically do,
0: I'm going to send a
3: text <laughs> as we're talking right now. Yeah, cool, because, yeah, I was thinking about doing the same thing, I haven't been back to Texas since I moved out, so. Yeah, man, you've been a uh,
0: the Colorado transplant ever since. But I mean, now's yeah. the right time of year to be living in Colorado, as long as you are actually making it out there to the mountains. Oh, see, no, I yeah. see you crying down there, man. You got to hop up on stage. Um, yeah, man. You know, it's Mar- March. I think it's the best time of the year in Texas. You know, like you're you're looking at solid weather, especially in the Austin area. It's a little bit drier um and you know it's before everything gets too hot because like i don't know i don't think any of y'all went to consensus but i went to consensus in june dude it was everybody was just sweating their balls off the entire time it was absolutely horrible um and especially when a lot of the events are outside and you know you're making that trek it's just not nearly as fun so i think south by southwest is a way better time to visit
3: yeah 100 and then yeah, I've been definitely enjoying the mountains while I'm up here. I've already hit it quite a few times this season. Uh need to go back soon, but girlfriend's car is in the shop, uh, and mine is not a mountain car. Um, so I'm going to get a rental here again soon, one that, one that can get us up here. But I want to do more water sports again, you know, get back out on the boat, Lake Travis, Lake Belton, just like 45 minutes north of that. Miss the boats. Got to make it happen, man. Got to
0: make it happen. Um, is there anything cool in the world of NFTs going on this weekend coming up here? I'm curious. First, actually, second question. Did you guys, did any of you end up securing anything from that Blur2 airdrop? I saw there were a lot of people, even people that were active, um, actively using Blur, that it looked like there were a lot of errors as far as anybody actually securing that. Rooster, I know you said that you were trying to do some of the steps, Did you actually end up receiving anything from that? Or,
3: you know, did it end up uh, blocking you out of it? Ten times bigger my ass is all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) Their interface, honestly, is so god-awful. I am not a fan of Blur. Uh, I I don't know. I really don't understand what's going on on that thing. Ten times. Yeah, I got like 10% of what I got on the first drop. So, uh, no way know. man yeah i don't know and like i said my somehow my loyalty went down um you know i was just trying to follow all the steps to maximize but it ended up costing me you know uh nfts on their platform because i could not delist them because they have no mobile support at all. If you're going to use Blur, you know, make sure you have access to a computer or maybe an iPad, I think. uh, Well, that's
0: why I was curious whether you ended up getting rewarded for that because last week when we did this, you know, the Blur drop hadn't happened yet. And I know you were sitting there saying, hey, well, you know, this Panda sold way beneath where I wanted it to. Because I had it listed on Blur because I wanted, you know, to be eligible, increase my loyalty score, do all of that. So you're telling me basically, unless you get at least like 0. 0.3 ETH out of that second airdrop, you probably ended up a net negative by using Blur instead of just like going
3: the regular route. Right, 110%. And uh, I deposited some ETH into their you know, pool to make bids because there's a third airdrop now, of course uh and then i don't know where that went i bought some i bought some frogs on blur and somehow money got deleted out of the pool the that i set it up in, or the offer pool even though i was buying it with non-offer um eth so yeah my roosters review i do not like blur uh at this moment
4: unless they're
3: <laughs> Unless if these airdrops are a fat Christmas stimmy or New Year's (laughs) stimmy, I... How many boxes did you end up with total? This last time? One.
2: One? one?
0: That's what I'm saying. was it at least like a legendary or something, you know? No,
3: no. It was one
2: uncommon.
3: That's what I'm saying. I don't know where they factor in 10 times bigger, but that was some Bullshit. I thought you were going to catch up to me on boxes, man. I thought it was going to happen. You no. know, I think,
0: uh, I've got a, like a, you know, I thought I was looking at a measly 70 something. Um, you know, I, I definitely didn't qualify for the second one, but yeah, it looks like I, I was really looking at it, you know, by the way they said everything was going to be 10 times bigger. I thought everybody else at the end of this second drop would just have hundreds of boxes, like everybody right. across the board. And then My seventy something were gonna
3: be worthless. No, I I have no idea where I went wrong. Um I have seen the reviews about a lot of people not being too happy. Honestly, I haven't seen any posts about people talking about how fat their second drop was. Um so I yeah, think we'll see.
0: the only person that I saw post something like that was Franklin. I think Franklin got seven hundred and something boxes. <laughs> oh my god. God. Yeah. Yeah, that is the only example of somebody that I heard, you know, get rewarded disproportionately to the first Yep.
3: Not, so it makes you wonder too, fears. like,
0: I don't think they've even shared anything about the tokenomics. And if they have, one of the things with these touch of drops, again, like look at looks rare, right? Looks rare brought a ton of volume in with the rare Uh, airdrop there at the beginning but like they have slowly and steadily been declining on volume ever since because their platform just isn't superior you know it's inferior to OpenSea so you know I, I think it's something similar with this right you know we're seeing there's some things that are nice about blur and, you know, maybe they'll improve with time. But the question is, will people stick around long enough to give them a chance to do it?
3: The only semi nice thing you can argue, I would say is the fact that you can bypass royalties, um, which I'm not really too much of a fan about anyways. Uh, Cause you know, I understand why the royalties are there and morally you should be You know, trading with royalties. Um, So that that's really the only thing that they got going for them is you know you can undercut the floor on Blur and make more money. (laughs) So pretty toxic, actually, if you ask me. So yeah,
0: the general consensus is, you know, if anything, either liquidate your Blur tokens immediately or. You know, one thing we've seen with a lot of these sometime within the first week, I think it's smart because sometimes yeah. with this type of shit, you'll get about a week's worth of hype and run up and then it'll end up dumping. But either way, when you look like two to three months down the road, anybody that actually holds on, you know, their bag for longer than that, I guarantee you will be way lower than whatever it
5: ends up listing at immediately. Yeah, there's the three day rule. I, I yeah, really want to find that. Yeah. I I forgot where that tweet was, but it it was a really good tweet. I have to see if I bookmarked it. But I think someone did the average of pretty much all the airdrops over the last two years. And I I think it was about uh, two to three days is is like the peak. So even sooner than a week. Um,
0: Well, yeah, it's the same with ENS, right? Like ENS, I thought that I was kind of dumb because I, I liquidated almost immediately for 40 something bucks. And, you know, then it went up to 80. Or something like that but now look at the ns token it's way
5: beneath that yeah but then it's like what did you do with that money afterwards right it's not like you would <laughs> so it's like i bought know.
0: more stunks,
5: baby
0: <laughs> and swept some stonks that's exactly what i did with it
5: hey that's a great that's long a smart money move yeah, yeah that is a, that moves. is yeah i think on nanton that's uh that's god tier you're, you're you're in your a class of your own on Nanton. <laughs> yeah for real Uh, i just i just pinned something i thought was really interesting there's a 2000 eth buy wall i think if i'm not stupid reading that Uh, please correct me if i'm wrong but there's a 2000 eth buy wall spread this looks like a Finex buy wall i don't know who's doing it but um pudgies are are not going below four um unless someone somehow has that many like that's like five percent of the supply
3: yeah, I mean if you're looking at it all the way down to 4 that's over 2000. That's like 3000.
5: If it I just have to, you know, we have to question the legitimacy of it, you know, if but
3: yeah, if they're inflating the numbers too.
5: Yeah. But I mean, I don't think that would get filled anyway, you know. Like I I think the majority like you might get about 100 of those filled, but maybe the plan is to keep it here for a while. Yeah, that
3: that was another thing I'm pissed about Blair too. Um, when pudgies, little pudgies were like point point two, I had just like you know trying to gain you know money for the airdrop. I listed it for like three days. Uh, my little pudgy at point three three, and then I it, deli- You know while I was in Basel, I delisted it during open or on OpenSea only. Um, but someone bought the cleanest little pudgy that exists. It was a puffer and a beanie combo. Nothing in the hands. It was my favorite Pudgy, and now I don't have that little Pudgy
5: anymore. So, boycott Blur. Dude, Blur is just totally going to do, like, a 1,000 airdrops. Airdrop 800. Keep it. Like, they're just going to keep doing that. (laughs) Imagine, like, they just don't release a token. (laughs) You just keep keep open. It's like the crate opening simulator. That's what it becomes, like, over the next year. Yeah. Oh, hey man. guys uh
4: love vibing with you guys I'll, I'll stay listening but i won't be able to talk so i'm gonna drop but uh, appreciate y'all uh good to see you rooster cube bog Leo, nice to talk to you guys man have a good one yeah, thanks thank
5: you oh man i'm i'm still recovering from art basil it was so fun like Cleo, like if you were like the pudgy party like i'm not trying to you know i, I know what happened like but it, it was next year we gotta, we you gotta get the wonkies there. It was I, I? didn't even have a chance to meet like the wonky guys because it was there was just so many damn things going on. But yeah,
3: then the the room one ten event ended up being like during the pudgy event as well. So I wanted yeah. to go to the pudgy event, dude. That was the one thing that I really wanted to do that I missed.
5: Yeah, if you guys want to know about real utility, I, I landed like the like an hour after the party started. Um, I got my flight got delayed, but. I go in and I was like, ah, oh, I don't know where I'm going to put my bags. I don't want to go all the way to like Brickle and then go back to Winwood. So I go in and I'm like, yo, Luca. He's like, yeah, don't worry. I got you. And I pull up to the, like, go to the front and he just, like, he has a Rolls Royce, like, SUV in the front. And I just, again, leave your bags in the, in the rolls. I'm like, all right, get that VIP treatment. But, um, yeah, like, that was, that was pretty epic. Um, And, yeah, there was so many many people there that, you know, a couple people that were – I can't dox. There was a couple people there that some people didn't even know were there, but, like, I promised I wouldn't dox. But um, there's a lot of people in the community that we all know that just don't, you know, that don't say they have pudgies. But kind of interesting. Uh, Bog, now that you're finally talking – Am I
1: able to buy stuffed pudgy penguins? I was effing around in your guys' Discord. Oh, yeah, yeah,
5: players. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not uh, – Luca was giving out those those prototypes. Those aren't okay, even – Okay, they're just – Yeah, yeah. They're going to Q one of next year is I think the date I was given for okay. my toy. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, they're cute as shit. Yeah, they did. Yeah, we, I, I didn't have a chance to go to the, uh, the headquarters because I didn't get there a day early. But, uh, yeah, those plushies are awesome. Like, that's, those are going to be – those are going to sell like hotcakes yeah like my, hey, what happened the mochi donuts oh yeah yeah yeah. they had those too we had we had the donuts at the the uniswap donuts um i had the box I, I brought the box back as a souvenir but uh they were a hit uh, i think we're gonna go with with food trucks next um i gotta talk to luca to see but like yeah those were all yeah those were like sold out like i mean like they had a bunch of food but like the donut truck was done like pretty fast so um, I was, I was actually just doing like QA and just like in between, like introducing myself and meeting people. I was like asking, like, I, I saw anyone with a donut and I was like, so how do you like those donuts? And everyone's like, oh my God, these are amazing. And I don't know if they were drunk, honestly, it's kind of tough to tell her if they were lying to me, but I think it was over, it was, you know, overwhelmingly positive. So, um, we're going to figure out the next steps, but yeah, the. The, the donuts, like, went really, really well, and I was, it was really, it was really cool to see, like, that being part of it, like, uh, and, and Luca really, like, kind of hooked it up, and, you know, got the whole thing, and, uh, he was getting, they they had their own merch, too, I think it was called the Donut Shop, like, that we worked with for the event, but, uh, yeah, that, that was, I think there were about a thousand donuts, and, yeah, those, those, those went pretty fast. Dang, that's awesome. Yeah. But, Love speaking oh,
3: of which, too. Kind of, um, if anybody here knows anyone at high noon, uh, get at me. The pandas are looking for uh, uh, a high noon collab. White Claw has already tried, um, but Bags does not like White Claw, he calls it malt liquor. Shit. Um, he's an exclusive high noon guy. So, if anybody knows anyone at high noon, holler at me.
0: Hey, isn't White Claw doing... uh, No, that's Truly. I was going to say Truly as a vodka drink that they have coming
3: up. Oh, do they? eh. Yeah, I I honestly kind of enjoyed White Claw's uh, uh, myself. But, you know, Bags is anti-White Claw, so...
5: (laughs) I had some of that ape water. It was like, eh. Like, that was supposed to be like the seltzer. Like, there's a bunch of it going around, but... Maybe that's how I got the... The flu. Bro, <laughs> yeah, I, probably. I probably believe that. Like one sip of ape water, you know, they they've got like, you know, it's a
0: surprise. COVID, the flu. <laughs> you know, depending on the bottle, the the flavor, the brand that you grab, you're gonna come down with something.
3: Yeah, yeah. man.
5: What a it totally wasn't a anything bunny. else I got up to over the weekend. <laughs> it was totally the ape
3: water. Yeah, I'm surprised that came out uh, came out unscathed in terms of like sickness um i figured like probably i'd come back not feeling you know too hot but only took me um uh, 24 hours to shake you know to detox a little bit and then uh i was great be ready to go back me and bways
5: uh
3: <laughs> kind of link up again soon oh man i
5: don't know we had a, we had a lot of fun dude like we had an airbnb it was, it was like six of us and this one dude uh like he he like forgot i don't know what happened but it, we we all got pretty blackout out the first night and like the next morning he like wakes us all up and he's he had his role like he lost his rolex apparently and we all felt bad we're like but i was <laughs> like i remember we were talking about it the night before i'm like nah, dude like i'm sure it's here and then like literally a minute into looking we found it like in the room like he like put it in a cabinet or something stupid like when he was drunk and I'm like, did you even check before you like like, you know, we, and we all felt bad and we were all worried. I'm like, come on, you didn't even like look. So the next day he passes out. He puts the watch like right next to him. And I'm like, yeah, let's just fuck with him. So we, we took the we took his Rolex and we put it on the like the sprinkler in the, in the Airbnb <laughs> and, and we're like, all right, let's see what happens. The next day, like he wakes up. He's like, like, look, I guess like I thought he would realize right away. But we went to the sauna. We, went, we got breakfast you know, and like a cup, like, you know, this is like, like five, six hours into the day. And then he's just like, dude, I think I actually lost my watch this time. And I saw him like <laughs> slowly getting more worried throughout the day. And I didn't have the heart to like, let it go on too much. And I was like, Hey, dickhead, did you check the sprinkler? <laughs> and, and he was like, Oh, like he was like instantly relieved. But, um, you know, some pranks we play on each other's, you know, pretty fun.
3: Yeah, that's, that's the, my exact reason I brought my fake Rolex. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Keyboard monkey got jacked, dog. Really? Wait, no at word. Basil? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know where he was, Story but he lost – Yeah, someone jacked his watch. I don't know. Like, it was a whole professional job. I think a he was at the club. I, I don't know where he was at. Bro, but... I'll say this. Like, that's why, honestly, I,
0: I think it's, you know – each person do their own thing, but those type of events, I just don't think it's smart to bring, you know, those type of watches and stuff. Like, right. uh, I think it's exactly. better, you know, bring exactly. it to
5: bring it to a nice house party, like, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. I think you could get away with a Rolex, like, depending. Well, depending on how I see it is, but I mean, you can't bring it. I think you know an AP, like tier or above, like that. You're you're a target. Like you're a hundred percent of market. exactly, yeah.
0: But, hey, guys, my phone keeps rugging me. I don't know if you've noticed there have been several yeah. times that I completely cut out for a bit. So I may, and I, I do actually end up having to wrap up the space here in a few minutes anyway. <laughs> so apologize for cutting you guys off. It's been fun, um, as always. Um, and we'll be back next Friday, same time, same place. So appreciate it, y'all, and I've enjoyed it. It's been a good one. Have a good Thank weekend, you.
5: folks.
3: Take care. You've been good. Have a great weekend, everybody.